I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh my God, this summer, I just want to be sitting somewhere in the sun, reading a book all summer long. And I know that's not the reality, but I'm going to build this fantasy in my head and Macy's is going to help me do it. Do it. I'm going to get a caftan. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I need you in one of those giant straw hats that says Bon Voyage. Easy. Guys, check out Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside and beach essentials that we need for our summer and yours too. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. First of all, you don't know me. (laughs) We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Welcome back to part two of (laughs) this prom party. We're still dressed up. We're We're still dressed up. Listen, we've kept our crowns on. We're really leaning in. Mm -hmm. Episode 416, you call it madness, but I call it love. The original air date, May 2nd, 2007. 
It will be an unforgettable prom at Tree Hill High when Lucas discovers who was in the hallway when Keith was killed. Meanwhile, Peyton's decision to skip the prom leads to dire consequences. Nathan and Haley vow to be romantic teenagers while Dan tries to win Karen's affections and the witness to his murder closes in. This episode was directed by our favorite, Tom Wright. And we have another one of our favorites here for part two, Matt Barr, a.k.a. Psycho Derek, (laughs) who if you were with us on tour, you learned is the sweetest man off screen to compliment a terror on screen. We call him Sweet Matt. Hi, honey. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me back. Uh, scare everyone off, I guess. We love you. We love having you here. Right? Yeah. You are the nightmare fuel for every teenage uh, girl in America that watched this yeah. shit, Matt. Like, honestly. I remember, yeah, I think I was like in China once and someone said that to me and I thought, wow, that, that really made it across yeah. the ocean, didn't it? Yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> you're such, you're, you're a handsome dude and you're sweet <laughs> and there is nothing about you that screams red flag. So then when, when this all unfolds and you are horrendous in this basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you're you're so unhinged. I just rewatched it. It, it. It's actually creepier than I even remember it. You know, oh, it's like it's, it's so like, dark. Like I don't remember any kind of trauma in my childhood, but man, it's it, it, I, I did go dark, <laughs> didn't I? You in this episode are the reason that like when I'm home alone at night, I don't want to look out the windows. Mm-hmm. Like right. I'm so scared that a face like Psycho Derek's face <laughs> is going to be on the other side of the glass. Yeah, and every. We were sitting here watching the episode and we were just every other second, we were like, oh God, oh, oh. no, no, oh, ah, just right. yelling at the screen. How, how does a person who is as kind as you are, I mean, listen, you're an actor. Our job is to embody people, good, bad, ugly, everything in between. But right. how, how did you figure out how to make this person uh, a person that you could inhabit and and was it uncomfortable to do on set like what what's your world because it was really hard for us to watch (laughs) i think you know i mean you you guys know this as actors like i think sometimes the the further the departure sometimes the easier it is to kind of take that leap you know playing Mm. yourself is kind of scary and you know it's just to be organic on camera so i think sometimes those kind of radical choices are easier just to like i said just to like you know base jump off the cliff and so if you go for it, but I, 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 um, so many actors overdo it. Like there's, there's, you know what I mean? Like you, you managed to make it so realistic and believable, which is what makes it so scary. Well, also it feels like a real psychotic break, Matt. Like it, it doesn't feel like mustache twirling. It feels like this is a boy who suffered some pretty horrific abuse and is now inflicting it on someone else. Right. And, you made it real in a way that I think elevates the fear factor. Were there, were there movies? Cause you know, I remember them telling us, they're like, this is your shot kids. You're doing a horror film this week. Were there movies that you watched where you're like, this is a bad guy that I can, you know, use as a model for what I'm going to turn Ian into. Right. Yeah, there were. And I'm I'm trying to remember what it was during that time, but I I remember thinking all that great uh, villains sort of there, they whatever they're doing they think there's a nobility to it you know mm-hmm. and so you know and like i said whether it's pain wherever that motivation comes from maybe it's trauma or pain you know like i mm. thought if we grounded derek and it's like he really needed this and you know he was this this obsession for peyton was grounded in some kind of 
for him real thing. And so the audience, like, like you said, it, it becomes real. It's not the mustache twirling mm. villain. It's, it's like a really, mm. um, it's a very sick young man. And yeah. I, not that yeah. I sympathize with him, but I think that the more you ground it, that, that's almost an interesting part for a minute. If, if you're thinking like, man, I always feel bad for how, mm-hmm. how, uh, you have to, how can you um, play your character the most effectively? And that's to care the most about your character. You have to care mm-hmm. that you have to defend your character to the death, like mm-hmm. care the most about them more than anybody else. And yeah, right. even if your character is a, is a intense psychopath, um, right. you, you have to know why you have to believe that really deep down there's a reason and they're just, they deserve it. And there's something good. And, you know, right. cause that's real. That's what happens to humans. That's you know, right. not characters. That's what happens to us. Right. I really like the, I like the fact that you're willing, you know, you're right. It's an intense example, but when you really compare someone like a Derek to some of the worst historical villains, and then you as an actor say, even if this character I've been asked to play is this evil, how do I, solely as the person who has to inhabit him, how do I humanize him? How do I give him a motivation? And and that's what I think is really jarring about watching it. You know, to everyone else's point, it doesn't feel like mustache, mustache twirling. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a caricature. You managed to ground something real in him and it's interesting that you use the word need, like he needs this. Right. You, you gave it a reality, which I think is why it feels so scary. It's almost easier to dismiss um, right. a boogeyman. It's a lot right. harder to dismiss, mm. you know, <sighs> you think about all these crazy stories we watch on Dateline, like it's harder to dismiss yeah. the hockey coach who you find out has been like murdering kids. You're like, oh, right. but that's a real thing. like. The the, right. the scary person who you who feels larger right. than life, it's easier for your mind to go, well, that's not really going to happen. Right. And and you brought something into this character that made it feel so real that I think it's why it's haunted all of us for so long. <laughs> right. So as an actor, right. well done. Thank yes. you. Do you have interactions with people that you feel that like are are that sort of like the real life villain and, and are there? Do you know what I mean? Like, what what are the what are the things yeah. that you draw out that you're like, oh yeah, this is a real. No, I mean I've had to talk to killers on the phone, mm-hmm. and people you know right. have done horrible things, and you just have to talk to them on the phone because that's your job. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes you talk to them in real life. It's it really freaks me out. Have you discovered anything in terms of like this? They're so normal. Similarity of, They're so normal. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? Like, yeah. It seems totally normal. Like the hockey coach, that, like you're saying. So, yeah. mm-hmm. They're so normal. And, and the thing that I think that was really effective about your performance, Matt, that I probably didn't notice in the moment, but I'm noticing now as a viewer mm-hmm. with hindsight, um, the way Derek centers Peyton and his concern mm-hmm. for her, the mm-hmm. speech that he gives to Peyton in the basement where he's like, you were going to sleep with Lucas tonight, honey. And I just could not let you make that mistake. <sighs> like he has right. been fucking with you and I can't right. let you do that. In his brain, this is all an act of love. I am going to right. save you from making a decision that's going to mm-hmm. hurt you. And right. that was the part for me as a viewer where I was like, ugh, <laughs> It's like, yeah. He says it about, I think he, I think he was watching you and Brooke uh, fight in the yard too, right? He's yeah. like, mm-hmm. he, you know, this, 
your your best friend b- betrayed you, which was which was valid, you know. Yeah. Rather. Well, uh, and and that's yeah. it, right? That's where you see the break is a person who would say, "I can't believe this person did that to you." We we hate her. You know, you even see it with Rachel. I love Shelly. I've always hated Shelly. When yeah, she turns right. with mouth, you know, when he, right. when, she, when he tells her in the last episode that she, they're not going to prom together. It, it is a, a very normal turn that in the mind of someone who's having a, 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 an episode of mental illness or who's had a psychotic break goes from, you don't like Brooke, I don't like Brooke, to Brooke broke your heart, let's gutter like a fish. And you're yeah, like, God. oh, dear. Like oh, we've right. we're no longer on a plane of reality, and right. it's um it it's it's inspiring to Hillary's point watching it now in hindsight because you were able to toggle between normal human emotion and psychotic response right in a way that as you said yes he's the villain yes we're all terrified of him and weirdly now maybe it's just because we all you know produce direct. Like, I look at you as an actor and I'm like, you made me sympathize with him, kind of, though. I want him to go to jail forever, but I, this poor baby, what happened to him? Like, what happened, what happened to him to make him this way? Yeah. And, 100%. Yeah. Boy, it's gnarly. It, so I want to hear from you because we're we, we're going to gush about you for, you know, another 30 minutes after <laughs> you leave. I um, love doing this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is great. I'll do this, this is every a week. Bar. Yeah. yeah, anytime you need to be good. What did they tell you? I mean, we thought they had killed you. And so for all of you at home, the fact that they brought Derek back or Ian or whatever the fuck your character's name is. Right, um, right. The fact that they brought you back is a testament to how lovely you were Mm because nobody else would have been brought back. But they bent over backwards to figure out a way to keep you for longer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right. Did did you know about that during your first chunk of time on the show? I didn't. I don't think that was planned. I don't know. If, I don't think Mark. Right. I'm not sure the writers. I, as far as I know, maybe y'all knew. More, you, you definitely knew more than mm-hmm. I did, probably. But Mm-mm. I don't remember that. I remember that kind of being a one-off thing. Those first four episodes, and then I forget when that call came. But I remember hearing they were going to kind of pull Brooke and Peyton apart, and that this sort of served a purpose to, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, unite you guys again in a very exciting way. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oof. But I'm glad, and I, I thought, um, like you said, it, like you said, there, there, there's a way they ground it. If, if you, when you first heard this pitch for the season, it would, it would sound kind of ridiculous, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. Tree Hill is a very real place, and yeah, some things are sensationalized because it, it's a television show, but it's a very grounded show. And then it's, it probably sounded, it still does sound ridiculous, but I, I think we we made it, we made it a real kind of. Um, I know a real a real drama and a you know in a real yeah. town. So. You made it a real experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know well, it's not just a story that people were watching. We all felt the experience of terror yeah. as a unit. Yeah. Yeah. Had you done like a horror film before? How had you practiced this? You know, it's funny. I haven't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I wonder where Still. that that mm. dark. Like I said, I think there's a way where you just like you know it's it's easier to take a leap. It's sort of just a far departure from yourself because like like you you, you know. You guys know me. I really, um, you know, I'm. I mean, I remember when, when my little brother was born as a kid. I hated him because he shared bunk beds. So I think I was channeling that like bunk bed, <laughs> that, like like Anthea Hopkins playing Lecter's. Like it was all about the little brother and the bunk bed thing. But um, interesting. No, yeah, it yeah. is. It is funny, isn't it? It's like once you find a way in, it's almost like yeah. Everyone always talks about a bottleneck, like in traffic, how everything squeezes and then it's a mess. 
But finding a way into a character is kind of like the reverse. It's like you have to go in the skinny end of the funnel. And once you find the opening, it just opens on the other end. Yes. And that's yeah, so that's interesting. That's a great analogy. Thank you. It's, that's true, Sophia. Yeah. But to hear you say the thing about, oh, yeah, I remember Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal Lecter. He had the thing with the brother. And you go, done. And, th and that's the opening. You're right. And then You're you right. get to make up everything on the other side of it once you find a little nugget of reality. Right. I, right. It, it's, it's also not lost on me, if I may, because I'm sure people at home are like, we know you love Matt, but this is weird that you guys are gushing about Derek. Like, <laughs> it, I think it, it has helped us process the intensity of this episode and, you know, the violence. And it, the episode is essentially every nightmare anyone who ever grew up watching like, you know, Law and Order SVU right. or, or Dateline or any of these things has ever had. Or just and, was a kid in the 80s. Oh, yeah. right. you know, it's it's such a fear. And I and I think we I think we cling to the positive that we gleaned from it, which is our friendship with you, because if we <laughs> yeah. really look at what was happening to to this teenage girl and then, you know, by association, her friend, it's so dark and it's so scary and it's it's hard to know what to say about that so i guess that's a really roundabout way of saying thank you for being you and not some actual creep who came to play this part because if you had been a creepy dude we would have been broken forever forever right well like we're all the same boat like i'm i'm not an advocate for violence and i don't even i don't even love watching a lot of movies and things that are like har hardcore that way it kind of like feels Me like it hurts my soul a bit you know even mm -hmm. even though it's fiction right but I, if you were to frame our, our storyline in this show about kind of the resilience that, that you guys had, I mean, I always thought there was sort of a positive message around, you know, how your characters grew mm -hmm. and changed because yeah. that's what, that's what stories are about. Mm. Um, you know, with this kind of villain role that I played, um, I don't know. I've had a surprising, I've had a surprising number of young women come up mm -hmm. and let me know that they had been sexually assaulted and that the aftermath of this storyline and the girls coming together to process it um, mm -hmm. was incredibly helpful for them. And that was really right. kind of confusing for me because I, we didn't have social media when this episode came out. There was no instant feedback. So right. to hear yeah. that feedback years later, it's not that I ever felt shame about this storyline, but it's because it is sexual assault and it's treated in a way that's very... Um, like horror movie of the week, kind of. Yeah. I felt right. nervous about it, but yeah. the feedback I've gotten is that it was helpful. And mm -hmm. I think being able to articulate feelings for the fan base and give them words and give them a reference and like something to point to is an important part of our job. And so you helped you yeah. by being such a bad guy, mm. help some women process what the aftermath can be. You know, right. how you can keep going. You know what you just made me realize too, Hill, is that so much of the trauma that Peyton experiences hasn't been witnessed before. And because like she's gone through so much alone and has and has hidden and and it's actually really interesting that this whole Derek storyline, you know, with you coming in, Matt, and then Ernest being real Derek right. and being a witness for Peyton, and then on prom night you know, Brooke winding up in the basement and then them being able to talk about it. It it, it almost strikes me that it's the Derek storyline that illuminates for viewers that you can only process trauma by opening it up, by getting yeah. help, by speaking to someone. 
whether it's a professional or a friend, you know, right. obviously we talk a lot on this podcast about how we're proponents of mental health care and therapy, but I, I had never thought about it that way until you said that, that, that we get to really have an experience with Peyton where she is processing a trauma instead of doing what so many shows do case of the week. Like it's all over. We wrap it up with a right. bow and then we never talk about Ooh. it again. And that's really profound. I always, I always thought that we made it too. I, I always thought that was mm. that was part of the the profound message of it. And you know that little quote, like the strength of the wolf is the pack. The strength of the pack is the wolf. And how you say we mm. we don't we don't do this in life. It's like we we need each other and we're better together. Especially your your best friend, like you know your your characters. And I I, I always like framing it that way. We tell you every so often. We don't work with sponsors whose stuff we don't use. And I really love a lot of the things we've found on this podcast, from like better pillows to better towels to all the other things. But this freaking app, the amount of money it has saved me, I didn't know how many weird little things I was subscribed to from like reading a Substack and being like, oh, yes, yeah. to doing some random app download because I needed a feature and then I forgot the amount of just like monthly bills that I was paying for that added up to be like hundreds and hundreds of dollars, I was mortified. Well, Rocket Money is the solution and saves our butts every time. You guys, Rocket Money, <laughs> it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users, including us, and it has saved people a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So like $5 here and $8 there really mm -hmm. adds up. They have saved members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. It's incredible. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. So all mm. you have to do is submit a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. 
Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So All of his pilots that never, that never aired, girl, right? I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Hey, everyone. It's Bethany Frankel. We are reliving the best moments from all the seasons of The Real Housewives on my new podcast, Rewives. 
From the table flips of New Jersey to the craziest hills of Beverly, no city will be spared. And I'm joined by my most fabulous celebrity friends that you will never expect to help me break down the drama. Kristen Chenoweth, Tori Spelling, Jerry Springer, Snooki, even Emmy winner Elizabeth Moss. The list goes on and on. So let's whoop it up and mention it all because you can binge episodes of Rewives right now with so much more to come. Listen to Rewives on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Matt, have you had a chance to play a lot of uh, villains since then? I feel like I feel like for the first ten years of my life, I, I played villains. Um, kind I of feel like you did a lot, right? Yeah. Did you what, like what did you learn about because of the empathy you have to have for your character and and like how I guess what have you learned about people and how has that affected your daily interactions with um, right. I don't know just people who feel right. like villains to you in your life. Right. You know, I've I've always thought like I, I I'm not a very judgmental person. And I, cause I think we're all, like you said, we're all human. We all come in this world. We're all kind of beautiful, right? P- perfect yeah. creatures that in some way are conditioned or we're, I mean, granted, we, we do have to own responsibility. I'm not saying we don't, but mm-hmm. I do think that everyone's human and we all bleed. And so I, I think, you know, it forces you to want to see the, the humanity in people and, and um, maybe just compassion is the good word, right? Understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there's consequences and people have to own it, but. I, 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 I remember, yeah, I remember having a, a friend when I was young once got killed in a, a car wreck by a driver who was uh, drinking. And it was like that, that young man made a bad mistake, but you know, he, he, he wasn't a horrible human. This, this is not going to mm. be Derek, but psychoderic, but I, I think like, you know, he was probably a beautiful human in a lot of ways that made a very, very bad decision. I just thought, you know, people can't be judged by this one. I don't know, kind of mm. singular framework mm-hmm. i don't know if i went well, out of here, but yeah yeah i mean it's it's that the idea that i always come back to is you're so much more than the worst thing you've ever done right mm-hmm. yeah and i think within that framework it's really interesting to you know as as deb encourages Haley to in this episode it's really interesting to find grace for people and the mistakes they've made along the way and and the the versions of themselves they've they've you know tried on and and then moved on from as they evolve that's natural life right that's humanity we grow nobody's perfect and if you are you've never gone outside like (laughs) i don't know what to say right but you know i i also think it's really interesting Uh to figure out how to extend that kind of grace to people and yourself and figure out how to create boundaries as an individual and as a society mm-hmm. to say like, yeah, but if, if you cross so far outside the boundary, consequences have to change. Speaking of like real life implications mm-hmm. of this stuff, yeah. right? I'm friends with the guy that lives in Peyton Sawyer's house, okay? Mm-hmm. And he had a baby when we were filming the show. And mm-hmm. that baby is now like a senior in high school. She might be going to college, but she's been in oh, high school wow. for the last few years. And they had no idea what we filmed in this episode because that basement set was built on stage. We didn't yeah. shoot that in the house. That's right. Yeah, it doesn't That's have right. a basement. It doesn't even That's like have right. a basement. I don't think it has a basement at all. Doesn't it and have an attic? It's not like houses in Wilmington have like crawl spaces. 
a lot yeah, of the historic it houses. It rains too much there. You can't have basements. Yeah, the flooding so, is. Right. They knew that like we did some stuff on the stairway because the, I think there were some dings in the woodwork. You know? <laughs> they were like, oh, what's because they leave. They go stay in a hotel when we film this stuff. So when this episode came out and they saw what happened in their quote unquote home, they were like horrified. They're just like, what is this? And so as their daughter grows up and knows that she lives in the Peyton's hair house and starts oh, watching no. the show is like, what the hell are you talking about? Fans used to creep around the house to go yeah. and see in the basement window, which I think right. I don't Doesn't even know exist. if that's real. What do you remember uh, about that basement set? Because it was they built that like overnight. It was insane and they so did detailed. A beautiful job. They really did. You know what? I had a moment watching you guys in that first scene before I come in. And you have all the lights set up. And I was like, okay, I know this is creepy as shit, but those lights are gorgeous. Pretty I just awesome. had like one moment where I was like, wow, the lighting department really made something. If this wasn't so gross, it would be romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I remember trying to make sure I had all my lines down. I think we shot, we shot a lot of that in like a day or two, right? So it was just like nonstop. It was doing a play. Uh, you had so much you know to what? say. It was. And you it were prepped, like man. It was like a play. Wasn't that fun? I just remember, I, I remember that too, like as, as, as dark as those scenes were, like you just have to kind of, like I said, play as an actor. And I had so much fun yeah. with mm. you. And um, yeah. I get self-conscious about it because to your point, you and I had fun. When Soph came down to yeah. the party, we had fun. Like the three yeah. of us were having a really good time doing something so heightened and weird mm -hmm. that it, right. as we're talking about it as grownups, it makes me nervous that we're dismissing the subject matter. But mm. Um, right. It really I think that's the only way you get through it, though, isn't it? Like, those are yeah. long hours and really intense emotions. You kind of have to mess with yourself in that way. And You have to find happy. a way out. Like, I've never yeah. been yeah. on a set where dirtier jokes are told than SVU because right. you need a break. Right, like, right. everybody is, everybody there has, like, slapstick comedy down, like, nowhere I've ever been. It's so fun to work there. And it has to be because the subject matter is so dark that if you only focus yeah. on the subject matter, you'll die. And yeah, I yeah. think that this episode was a lot like that for us. Like, Hill, when you talk about how fun it was, I remember part of what was so much fun with you guys, you know, coming down to the basement was that this is, this entire episode essentially was stunt choreography. Yeah. So even though the subject matter was horrible, the three of us were dancing yeah. all day. Like, we were was, doing it, choreography. We were doing moves and things. Yeah. And, and yeah. so, and like, when we would get something right, like, I, like Hillary, when you had to like slap me and then punch me, like when we landed that punch, we all were like, oh, yeah. like, everybody was like screaming, like it looked so good. And, and so it gave us, it did, it gave us some levity. And I think all the physicality was what kind of protected our brains from the, the mental and emotional side of the subject matter getting too intense to embody. Cause that's a gnarly place to be for three days at 17 right. hours a day, you right. know? That's too much well, for a well, little human. Let me ask you, let me ask you I, I would have asked you this back then if I had been a smarter actor uh, years ago, but like, because you guys are doing that show every day of the week for, for years. And so when yeah. you're, it, that seems kind of a departure in tone, you could say from a lot of stuff. Yeah. So do you approach it? Do you approach it differently? Or does it feel like just another Tuesday where you're, you're an actor going it in? Felt no, yeah. no, it felt totally different. And we had worked with Tom Wright, this director, mm -hmm. on other episodes that weren't okay. this, you know? Right. So right. this felt totally, totally different. Um, 
and I was excited because Peyton got to do that like psycho turn with Derek. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Matt, we were watching those scenes back, and I'm like, Matt and I made out. Like I have zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blocked oh, it out, man. I bit him. I bit him, and I'm like, <laughs> bit him. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, it was. Oh, listen, sorry. I'm sorry. I I think I probably yeah. thought it was a like a like a, this is a psycho choice. This is a crazy. I, choice. I loved right. that Peyton took that turn in the yeah. episode. It was so yeah. satisfying. Yeah. And then and then I think right after that, when you it's like Derek looks so betrayed by you. You know, like mm -hmm. and he's talking about, talk about grounding it. He was just like, "How could you do this to me?" I you know I, mm -hmm. I trusted yeah. you. And then, that. Um, that Speech. Oh, Peyton! Like yeah. you're, you're so disappointed. There was a moment there where you saw like the psycho Peyton and the psycho Derek, and it felt yeah. very like Natural Born Killers. And it was like, well, it would be a spinoff. Like, is this the yes. thing that breaks Peyton Sawyer finally, and she just <laughs> becomes his, you know, Bride of Frankenstein? Um, that could have been right. a fun little twist. It that's right. It, for a month, yeah, for a little bit of the, that arc, there was they were like well matched fighters in, in the ring, you know. Yeah. Both, well, both with their when, when they were on the offensive in their own ways, you know. Because for whatever set off your character, Peyton certainly had a whole basket of crap that could have right. set her off as well. It is feasible that they both right. could go dark. Um, there we go. That's but that right. stuff was fun. Like I remember, I remember getting to do that well, and. And thinking like, like Peyton's never going to get an opportunity to do that again. Like let's yeah. let's enjoy this sandwich because yeah, it it's the only time yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I you do. That. You kind of. Yeah, you're right. I remember thinking like, I'm, I might never work again after this because everyone's going to no. hate. Me. <laughs> but um, it is like I said, it, it does sound kind of morbid, but like it just was so. It's so, it's, so, it's like playful. You're, you're it's all pretend, mm -hmm. right? So, and like from action to cut you kind of lose yourself in it. Cause like someone said, like a horror movie, they're, they're, mm -hmm. if you're making one, it's ridiculous. Cause it's like a tennis ball or a fake monster, but you, you have right. to, so for those, for those, you know, that two minute take, you are a hundred percent. This is real, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Fun, yeah. yeah, man. yeah. And we well, have to make some dorky things real. Okay. So like, <laughs> did, right? When Peyton goes and hides in her bedroom and puts on the boxing gloves and then proceeds oh to like, like baby punch Derek until he headbutts her, we're right. sitting here cringing because we're like, who right. gets up out of being tied in their basement and puts on boxing gloves? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Only then to have you like, but then right. the cheer camp line is just yeah. oh yeah, it's so funny. Gold. So gold, gold, and coming down, coming down the stairs, the, stairs. the bottom of that pyramid. Like they're so in it. We had to take it so, so seriously, but. I buy it though. I totally buy it that in a total moment of panic and you just, you say the first thing that comes to your mind, that's improv. That's like, and we do that in life. You know, when you're pushed to your furthest limit, sometimes it's just like, there's the boxing gloves. I know how to use those. I'm about to use them. <laughs> I'm gonna put my gloves on. Like, Call 911, don't be crazy. Yeah, who's going for the phone? You know, you know what lines always suck with me. I've always wanted to like, like, incept it in other roles throughout my whole career, which is they always lunge because I, I <laughs> yeah. can yeah. Like, you say it, and then like my, my face when he's like ah, I just <laughs> it, it's kind of perfect, you know. They always lunge. Well, it was the one moment of of acknowledged camp mm -hmm. in the scene 
Yeah, you know, right. like Scary right. Movie did that so well, where Anna Ferris would be like, "Oh no, I guess I'll go up the stairs, not out the front door." You yeah, know, like yeah. they would acknowledge how ridiculous horror movies were, and I liked that we, in a grounded way, acknowledged like he's going to wake up. They always wake up. But it was it, it it we had earned it at that moment, you know. Yeah. Hey everyone, it's Dean Unglert and Kaylin Miller Keys. And Jared Haven, I'm I'm here. I'm here too, guys. Hosts of the new podcast, Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. Because I guess we just don't suck at dating anymore. No, I mean, you're newlyweds. I am not a newlywed anymore. Yeah. I'm curious if I sucked at being a newlywed. I don't think so. I mean, I, I made it to the altar. And I am so happy to be joining you guys. I can't wait to talk about relationships, marriage, and... Just everything in between. It's about time we have someone smart join this podcast. It's too long between us. This young lady's a broadcast journalism major. She knows what she's doing. I'm so excited to be hosting a podcast with my soon-to-be wife and, of course, my best friend, Jared. How's that going to make you feel working together now? You guys live together, work together, going to get married? Yeah, it'll be interesting. You think you're going to get tired of each other? Absolutely, yes. Be sure to listen (laughs) to Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being, you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm -hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I've I'm on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom, and more, Wayfair makes it easy. With fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff, and they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, Booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or... Find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because... 
therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. Hey dudes, I'm David Lasher. And I'm Christine Taylor, and we host the podcast, Hey Dude, The 90s Called. If you all are nostalgic for the 90s, we just wanted to make sure you didn't miss amazing guests like the Brady Bunch cast reunion, the White Squall cast reunion with Jeff Bridges. We've got uh, Ben Stiller. We've got the lead singer of Counting Crows, Adam Duritz, Jerry O'Connell. We also had a Hey Dude cast reunion. So come join us on Hey Dude, the 90s called. We have so many more great guests coming up. So please come back and join us. Listen to Hey Dude, the 90s called on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I also just love hearing you say you thought you might never work again because people would hate you so much because all you do is work and you're like, Zooming yeah. into us from one of your cowboy shows. Where are Bro. you? What are you working on? Tell cowboy. tell the people where they can find Sweet it's, Matt because Psycho Derek is gone. <laughs> it's funny. I am in my uncle's like Western room, so you think I'm on my set, but yes, oh. I've, I've, I've been in Santa Fe doing um, a show Walker Independence, which I'm yeah, loving. Yeah. 
It's uh, it's a prequel to the Walker Texas Ranger story, and uh, takes place in you know the late 1800s in this kind of small emerging town called Independence Texas, and these these kind of colorful eclectic characters and diverse characters, which is pretty cool that that live there. And I play an outlaw. Train yeah, you Robert, do. Yeah. Roberts. Uh, it, it's there like he eight, is. Eight year old me is very uh very happy to go to work every day. Um, well, I love it. You were you were so good in Hatfield McCoy's, and I remember so. watching it with my husband and being like, "I know him," and my husband being like, "You don't know him," and I'm like, "No, seriously, like I know him," and we had like a very intimate storyline together, and we're friends. And he was like, "Okay, good story." <laughs> <laughs> so I would just love for him to watch this at some point because yeah, like what you proved yourself as a cowboy in that, and now I mean you're just living every boy's dream right now just uh, on a horse being yeah. crazy, I, know, I feel like you were worthy. born for westerns yeah it's so great i remember i remember doing a scene in hatfields and i'm i'm like riding through a little ravine with kevin costner and a, a bunch of guys and the like director says cut and he, he runs over he's like matt you're just grinning like you, you're you know like <laughs> your brother was just murdered what are you doing and i was like i'm sorry i'm just so happy right now you know? <laughs> I'm having the best time. I'll stop. I'll you're, stop grinning. You're like, sir. it's not I'm a sorry. conscious choice. I promise. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah. Oh, but, that's uh, so funny. Yeah, no, I do. I mean, I guess, you know, I was, you know, every Texan wants to be a cowboy. So it's it's pretty fun to live here. I mean, you guys, you you pursued your dreams and you do what you love. and You got to use that little slice of Texas in this episode. Because when Derek reveals that he's the one that called Peyton pretending oh, to be yeah. I forgot oh. that. I, I just well, I forgot that. That's right. That's that right. Was that was good. creepy, bro. Yeah. Foreshadowing. You're right. Yeah. For like Ooh. six episodes, we've been like, oh, well, that's in jail. up. Yeah. Hey, you want a funny little tidbit? Here's something for all the, the viewers. Like, remember when at the end of episode, whenever whenever I, 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 I appear at the door to take you to prom and I just punch, yeah. right? I remember like I hit the mat box. And for those people that don't know, it's like this little oh, metal. Yeah. That, that, that goes around the camera. It's like a little thin metal thing. And I, so I hit my head and it was no big deal, but it kind of bled. But like, to this day, I have this scar right here. And, Are and you like, serious? I hadn't thought about that. And I was watching that scene. I was like, that's where I got that scar right here. When I, oh, that's funny. I like Apple's Hillary and I, I ran into the camera and cut my face. Oh so, God. Yeah. Wow. I remember like trying to stop bleeding and stuff. And, yeah. Like, I was like, that's right. And you were so sweet. Cause you're like a guest star. So you're like, no, I don't want to hold camera. And we're like, Matt, it's okay. <laughs> you're like, no, your face is bleeding, babe. <laughs> no, this is it. I'm, I'm going to use it. Let's use it. Make an art. I love the Make duality of, you know, that last episode 415 begins with Peyton punching Brooke. That's like the yeah. beginning part of the episode. Right. And it ends with Psycho Derek punching Peyton. Mm -hmm. And th yeah. those bookends were really effective. It was, yeah. right. Yeah, it's violence, man. It's a lot of Ooh. violence in these a episodes. A lot of violence. You, got, you know, again, I, I just thought y'all's uh, kind of fight like con confrontation scenes in the front yard, were those were really well done. Those are just really, really wonderful scenes. I hadn't watched those in years. Oh my God. Uh, well, so yeah, when's the I last time you revisited any of this? Well, I'm. I think I mentioned. When I saw you guys. I'm engaged, and so I was yeah, showing. Monster. Uh, right? I, I don't think I was showing. She was looking up scenes. She's like, you know, what have you been in? And I was like, well, some people remember me from this show, and so she was like, what? So it was mm -hmm. fun watching her watch Psycho Derek. Kind of like, Whoa. who am I here? So 
That's but that's such a weird feeling when you see your partner in a role. Like I was pregnant mm -hmm. with our son before I watched my husband in The Watchmen, and he's a bad man. Yeah, he's like a rapist and hits women and does terrible things. And I'm sitting there pregnant with our child. Like, who is this person? Oh my god! You see, you see a face that you love, and then you're just like. Oh God, this is atrocious. Um, was she That's a little like reserved with you? <laughs> was she reserved with you after watching you as Psycho Derek? Was she a little quiet at dinner that night? I think she was a little bit quiet. Yeah, I think we might have. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think we stayed on on her side of the bed for a couple nights. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, man. But yeah, no, it's because yeah, you know, as as your families have grown and you guys have gotten married to things. I mean, what do your communities feel about? One tree. That's kind of a broad question, but like this is such a well, big part of culture and it, it traveled the world. And so what's it been it's like? weird. Well, Hillary and I laugh because our husbands have never seen the show. Never. <laughs> and and Tyler Hilton sent a sh uh, one of his like merch hats to us. And it, it's this embroidered hat that says I've never seen One Tree Hill. And <laughs> one day Grant Grant grabbed a hat to like go out for a run and he comes home from Griffith Park and he's, he's, he was like training for a race. He'd done like 10 miles and he walks in the door and he goes, I ran around the whole park wearing this hat. And he was like so <laughs> embarrassed. And I was like, but you have never seen it. So it's it would honest. be fine if somebody saw you wearing that hat. Right. It's right. kind of hilarious. It's weird that a new generation is into it. Um, mm. And as my, you know, Joy and I have kids that are in middle school, like as our kids get yep. older and more of their friends are aware of it, or yeah. it just is something yeah. that like enters their conversations. Um, this is the kind of subject matter that I'm like, oh God, I just never thought about being a parent when we filmed this stuff. Like Not when, my, <laughs> when my son sees me bite your face, like <laughs> that's going to be a weird day. Yeah. <laughs> do your kid do kids in Gus's school like watch like Maria? I think is too. I don't know. She's the kids are that are watching TV are not watching One Tree Hill at, at eleven and twelve right now. Yeah, I think no. they're you know people who are picking it up are a little bit older, right? Yeah, so yeah. It's my region. There, there are some young ones, but they have like older siblings. They have like a seventeen year old right. sibling that has introduced them to it, and it's more of just a novelty. Like that lady yeah. is at the supermarket. Yeah. Right. She's an actress, right? But I don't think they know yet. No, they haven't watched it. You know, no. Me over the years, is how many how many men have come up to me that were, you know, I mean, you guys get this all the time. So you know, my my wife or girlfriend started One Tree Hill, and and, and we and it's my favorite show. You know, I we watched yeah. all seasons, and we oh did it God. over weeks, and we were obsessed. So it's it's pretty cool. So you still get recognized from the show all the time. Yeah, you know, I was I was there for just such a moment in time with with you guys, but it's amazing how that how that's you know I've been all over the world on several continents and people talk about it, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, to that I point, know, I can imagine what it's like for you guys. We know yeah. that we're eventually going to find out some Derek backstory as a means <laughs> of softening some of his behavior. Um, not right. that that's right, you know. Bad guys are bad guys. Um. And we don't need to validate sexual assault, but I think that you were so beloved by the cast and crew of this show that they wanted to humanize Derek in a way so that when you did go away, it wasn't just dun, dun, dun. Um, right. If you could have played any other male character on our show that was around for much longer, like mm. if we done to keep you for longer, <laughs> is there a role that you're like, I could have done that. I would have been in that. Oh man, what would I want to do? That's 
that's a great question. I always, I was always jealous of, um, well, I wanted, I wanted, um, Lee Norse's, uh, sweet, um, endearing charm. <laughs> yeah. Mouth, yeah. mouth is like, you know, you'll, you'll love mouth forever. And I think you, some who, who gives the note? I think Antoine told him that one of these episodes, he's like, he's like, you know, on my tombstone, there's going to be, you know, like friend. And he's like, it's going to be a, a full funeral because everyone loves you or something like that. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I love, I love that line. I wanted to end Antoine's swag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so cool. Here, in, this episode. in the world, it's like, I, I need my kids to like hang out with him and be like, this is confident. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's that. That's a good question. You I mean, would have been a river court boy then. That's your mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah. How was that, by the way, when you guys all got together with, there was a basketball game I saw. How cool was that? Yeah, there was a convention in Wilmington. And those things are so nice because it's like, yeah. I don't know that any other show gets the opportunity to go back to the mm-hmm. place that they filmed and be with all of their cast and crew. Because a lot of the crew shows up as well and be with the fan base in yeah. the places where we filmed. Like, yeah. that's a really mm-hmm. rare experience. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's trippy, man. Sometimes you feel like you're at your own funeral when you're at a convention because everyone's like, you meant so much to me. And you're like, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still kicking. Y'all, y'all might have done that too. I remember being in Wilmington to film another show years later for like, you know, a year, let's say. And I just remember like, it felt like the ghost of like, I was like, oh my God, this is where this and this is the court and this is the house. And, you know, yeah. I think those yeah. where you lived, Hillary, it was like, oh yeah, I remember all these memories. They're yeah. really, they're very special, you know, so it's cool. What are some um, dreams as an actor for you, like in the future, when you look at types of characters you want to play or projects you want to be a part of? What's what excites you? That's a great. Uh, that's such a great question. Um, I love I, I love true stories and I love reading. So, you know, just different 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 types of nonfiction. You know, I love periods, or rather, Civil War. Or, you know, um, you know, I love I love World War Two. You know different stories so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm like a, big a uniform but yeah. but my but my biggest dream is i always have loved you're not this might be surprising people but like like i love um i love romance movies i love like rom-coms <gasps> oh my god yeah, yes. you do. Like, like great love stories like i i want to i want to do another great love story about you know you know Matt, and I'm getting, you but, are so nicholas uh, sparks i can't right? <laughs> i can't oh my god you need to shoot a movie here in the Outer Banks and That's sweep right. someone up in some, you know, dune Matt, grass. <laughs> I will go do a rom-com with you anytime. I spent my entire holiday break just jamming through the Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant catalog. Mm-hmm. I am brimming with rom-com energy right now. Sophia, we don't, we don't make them like oh, that anymore. I think we need I to. I know. And why? Story. They're the best just, movies. I know. And I think, like, everyone loves them and they're just inspiring. And it's, it's the opposite oh. of... Yeah, tying someone up in the basement. We just all want some happiness. This is going (laughs) to sound so inappropriate, but I'm a big girl. Like, I'm a tall girl, and no one ever – I'm not an easy girl to pick up. And seeing Derek, like, like put his arm around Peyton's waist and pick her up from the chair – there is a part of that where I was like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> applied in a romantic setting, hot. Applied hot. in a basement, not hot. Not. <laughs> I want you to take the skill set you have and apply it to a hot scenario. Yeah. That's right. what needs to happen. Into it. Yeah. Very into it. Yeah, that's right. Take, um, okay, yeah. Oh, my gosh, Matt. Thank you my, so my much. My cheap rant with a beer. Yeah. Yes. yes. All right. We're going to find... 
Joy's friends with Nicholas Sparks. Joy, you got to find the right Nicholas Sparks book for Matt to be the lead man. Oh, yeah. So he could do Let's some romance. Do right? Matt, thank you. You're such a pleasure. You're such a joy. Do you want to spin a wheel with us? Yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh. Okay, great. Let's do it. We like to do superlatives. So we do a most likely to every week and we spin a mm -hmm. wheel and we find out ooh, who is the most likely to take all of their and your secrets to the grave. Ooh. Ooh. We have to Cast pick and character. Yeah. Is it amongst, amongst all of us or who? You're, oh, you're no, it's just anybody from the show. So any cast right. member, re like real person, and then any character. We pick okay. one of each. So most likely to take your secrets to the grave. Mm. Hmm. I feel like. I mean, Hillary, I tell you all my secrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I love in this episode, Mouth has told Shelly, like, you know, just like an episode ago, he's like, I'm not going to tell anybody we had sex. I'm Never not going to tell, tell anybody. anybody we had sex. And then in this episode, he tells Rachel, like, right away. <laughs> We're like, yeah. Mouth, you weren't supposed to do that, man. Um, I think the character that would take your secrets to the grave well, we've got this little creepy cell phone situation with Allison Scagliotti in the hallway. She's been keeping some secrets. Oh, my goodness. What do you think, Matt? Who's going to keep your secrets? I would say you, Hillary. I think, I, think, I think you would ride and die with those, with those secrets. I can neither confirm nor deny. Because if I confirm... <laughs> <laughs> just going to sit on everything. Uh, I'll write a book about it when we're really old. Like that was yeah. the big complaint when I put out rural diaries is that people are like, there's nothing about One Tree Hill in here. And I'm like, yeah, because I have to keep that shit a secret. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids. You're like, we um, have a thing called a pact. Yeah. <laughs> right. You guys are I love it. It's perfect. It's uh, perfect. Matt, okay, will you let me know when you're visiting your fiance in New York and we'll yeah. go we'll go start some rumors. People will be like, Psycho Derek's alive. On the sidewalk. <laughs> oh my right. God, we must. Let's mm -hmm. go stir up some stir up some trouble. Yeah. Let's break the internet. That'd be great. Let's do it. I, I always it. love seeing you. Great to see you, Matt. Great thanks to for, see you. Thanks honey. for having me. Yay! All right, Yay. Love you guys. All right bye, Bye, y'all. Have a good one. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, Booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or... Find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And 
I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate and having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut. And I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler (laughs) Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAMA to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.